0: Frank
1: Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane at mm-hmm. my side, at my left and right hand, mm. and um, welcome to all our regular listeners and to the four new ones who um, will probably not get to the end of this link. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Um, so what? Well, can I start by saying my lips are really sore?
2: Are they, darling? Got some lip gloss?
1: I tell you what, will balm. that help?
2: Oh yeah, do you want a balm.
1: Is there I a need. Balm? That's what I need—a soothing
3: balm. Is there a balm in the building? Do you, what do you do with the L in balm? Well, I I just say balm. Okay, mm-hmm. but I can't say almond. I, I have to say almond. I. I some you people say do don't balm don't pot, you? don't you? Balm pot. Don't you call
1: people a balm <laughs> pot? That's what I need. I need a balm pot for some balm. Anyway, I've, oh, hold on, I forgot my admin.
2: Okay, go on. You oh, can yeah. text
1: us on 812.15 or follow us on Twitter, at Frank on Absolute, <laughs> like with David Cameron and uh, Ashley Cole. That's the kind of company you've put me in. Mm. Very don't look much. at me. <laughs> I've not done it. And this morning's texting is, what should this morning's texting be? <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's got any good ideas... We'll Slightly uh... low energy start to the show. No, I don't know. I think that's great. I, you know, you know, I, I, I think you'd say our listenership is a hotbed of ideas. Mmm. Oh, yeah. We
2: have had an email in, Frank. Would you like Whoa, to get that? Whoa,
1: an email? That's a bit <laughs> archaic. What are we going to get next? A Xerox?
2: Well, we, we had a Telex in as well. Oh. Absolute Radio still have a Telex machine, just in case. Um, this is from Rob, who served you at... I don't mean he's an angry ex-partner. <laughs> um, he didn't get papers. But he served you in a waiting capacity at Calcot oh. Manor. Does that oh, ring Cal- any bells? Calcot Manor
1: was where I had... Uh, a, a, a short break recently, mm. but when I went away for a yeah, bit, took oh, the yeah. baby. Mm-hmm.
2: Mini break. You didn't <laughs> sleep much, I seem to recall.
1: Uh, no, I didn't sleep.
2: Much. Hello, Frank. I just wanted to send you a message to say I love listening to your show, and I was also working at Calcott Manor when you stayed, and it was a great pleasure to meet and serve you. How lovely. I served you the bum. Bumbleberry oh, juice what? that you didn't
1: <laughs> order. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, my tea's just gone down the wrong way.
2: <laughs> that you didn't <laughs> order?
1: Bumbleberry juice, oh
2: yeah. The English waiter in the stall inn is me. Take care, Rob. we has so got in, two
1: jobs. It's always tricky, isn't it, when someone comes over and, and puts something on your table and it's not, you haven't ordered it. I mm. always mm-hmm. think, it happened to me in uh, Wagamama recently with some prawny things, and I thought we could eat these.
3: Yeah, oh, what
1: combat you... would they
3: have? They yeah, couldn't charge you. It's like money coming out of the cash machine, isn't it? That you see every now and again yeah. in the paper. You just got to have it, haven't you?
2: Did you eat them then?
3: No, I ain't got them oh, right. <laughs>
2: like, it's the nerve. So rude! I'd, I'd
1: never have been a master criminal. But and were
3: you the same with the bumbleberry juice?
1: Did you bottle well, it? I didn't know what it. I didn't know what it. I didn't bottle it. No, thanks I very much, it. Thanks. Oh, smuggled it. Smuggled I, it in. Lovely, I thought it Alan. sounded like it might contain bee venom.
3: Yeah, bumbleberry juice. What it does is sound Bumble- fictional. Is
1: it, is it a real thing, bumbleberry? It sounds I don't like
3: know. something that they'd have in Harry Potter, wouldn't it? Like that's Dumbledore that had a bumbleberry juice, and yeah, well, there'd be a, a professor
1: on. bumbleberry, wouldn't there?
3: Yeah, probably.
2: I think it sounds a bit dodgy. Anyway, um, that's from Rob.
1: That's nice that he was. A, it was a pleasure to uh, meet and serve me. though. lovely. That is, yeah. Someone. Uh, a nurse said to me yesterday that it was a, a privilege to give me a flu jab. <laughs> <laughs> privilege. I had to have a flu jab now, because at my age, it's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm at that age now where I could be one of the statistics that, that go oh, down. Don't,
2: Frank, will you make sure you keep the heating up? I worry about I'm, you.
1: Yeah, I'm doing oh, my heating. best, but it's, mm. it's a constant fight against uh, my uh, girlfriend who's sort of... Uh, she's like Mr Manhattan from The Watchman. She seems to be uh, constantly have you got hot.
2: one of those little alarms so if something happens, though? You can always call.
1: <laughs> you got a call. You cause. know help is on its way. Oh, my yeah, oh, my yeah I've got, I've got that round me neck now. <laughs> in, case, in case I have one of me falls, yeah. Um, <laughs> she said a very uh, interesting thing to me this week. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you
0: after this. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
1: Radio. my baby's five months old now and he's uh he's on the verge of um crawling right? oh yeah excellent and uh and so you have to change your house around everything in your house has to go like three feet at mm. least three feet off the ground otherwise mm-hmm. you cd or something of that nature i
2: saw him making a move for my bag the other day yeah
1: mm. Sorry about that. I'm turning him up in a sort of Fagin esque <laughs> style. But um, Kath was talking about it, and she said, "Yeah, it's going to oh, it's going to be difficult, and it's going to be like keeping an ant," <laughs> <laughs> which is a, a description I've never heard of the crawling child. But I liked it. I'm going I'm to stick with that as my uh, as my image for that period. Um, mm, I tell you what, it is. What? I had a whole tube. I mean, a whole tube yesterday. Mm. Of salt and vinegar Pringles. Are we back Ooh. to the, um. The, chap- and it's, the chappy lips. It's actually, it's like it's blistered my lips. You know what I mean? It's, it's like eating radioactive isotopes. The Can salt I say, this is a level.
2: very good first world problem. <laughs> like oh, it's sh- very diamond shoes are on too tight. Surely we send, <laughs> do
1: we not send Pringles to Africa? I can't believe that. I think that would exacerbate the thirst problem. Oh, yeah. Mm. Actually, it wouldn't be right to send them the salt and vinegar. The salt <laughs> and vinegar, I think, are actually a health and safety hazard. It's my my lips, my lips, I don't lips recall today. A
3: Pringle ever touching my lips. I'm right in the whole thing. They only touch teeth and throat. Really? <laughs> Yeah.
1: Wow, wow. You're, like a, really? you're like my car CD player <laughs> I'm like one of those people You just people hold that... your mouth in a sort of slit and they slowly go I'm like one in. of those tribesmen that Sting used to hang yeah. about with Oh yeah Just with a little tray of Pringles in the yeah, front they could, Yeah, uh, they could play table tennis and the piano accordion at the same time
2: <laughs> I know what you mean, Frankly, They can be quite stringent
1: What, those tribesmen? I no. agree No <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why you stopped hanging around with them and uh, <laughs> yeah. moved across to... What's the name? What's, who's Mrs Sting? Oh, Trudy, Trudy. Styler. Trudy Styler, yeah. yeah. Met her once. Mm. Oh, she was gaunt.
2: <laughs> oh, was, she? Oh, was she? Was she John Gaunt?
1: <laughs> she, was, she was post-gaunt, I tell you.
2: <laughs> Frank, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but David Cameron, being what I call a real early adopter, mm. has decided to get on the old Twitter bandwagon. Yes. I, mm. Isn't
1: that our cue to get off it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I read about this. he, yeah. he, he sent uh, a, a tweet which included the phrase "the British people," oh. and I, I. This is a, not a. This, this is a cross-party thing. Any politician from any party, I hear use the phrase "the British people." I know in their head. He's following it within brackets, who I despise. <laughs> <laughs> the British people, who I despise, need to be told... And I always think that that's a very bad sign. And One of his first tweets included that phrase, so mm. that's yeah. not good.
2: One of his first tweets also included the phrase had a really constructive session with police and crime commissioner candidates earlier. Uh, someone needs to tell him that it's meant to be funny Twitter. That's what you use yeah. it for. This <laughs> is, it's not great material, an, Oh, There was a picture
1: of him with his birthday cake.
3: Yeah, I was yeah. there. Yeah. Because he's had a birthday and he joined. Did he join it to sort of raise awareness of the party conference? Is that the basic PR thing that he was trying to do?
2: Yes, but unsurprisingly, he got quite heavily abused, I think. <laughs> should have just gone <laughs> himself some ass insult. See, so this
3: is why I'm not on Twitter? Because yeah. people, the
1: haters, I don't want to learn in the haters. Yeah. Well, so haters got hate. <laughs> but, well, they uh, have. They he has, really he's <laughs> <letting> the haters. <laughs> But they had a picture of him, and he's he's been given his birthday cake, which is a chocolate caterpillar. And he's cutting it, and they're all laughing. He hasn't got a tie on. You know when he takes his tie off? Yeah, yeah campus, they do this It's all met working-class people. Oh, I find him quite sexy when he does thing. that. Really? I oh, know. Yeah. I think if you can't dress up to be the Prime Minister of England, <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't have the job. <laughs> what occasion do you think is uh, smart dressing? His, his wife's <laughs> got... Jeans on in the picture. Have they, they been oh, to a fancy yeah. dress party as ordinary people? <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys come up? Oh, we come as uh, ordinary people. Oh, well, I'm hoping you won't let us in. I don't want to be at a party where there's ordinary people. Oh, you're David, you character. Get in, you pair. That's what happened there.
2: Frank, I'd like to discuss the jeans further. I'm not done yet. Okay.
1: Can yeah. I say she looked great in jeans? Yeah, okay. mm-hmm. But uh, inappropriate. I think we all know that. <laughs> She should bring out her own range of uh, corduroy trousers called um, camcorders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
1: We were discussing the Prime Minister and his mm. uh, and the First Lady. Do they call it the First Lady?
2: I think that's fair enough.
3: Okay. Well, let's if they don't, let's start that now. Okay. You so know what also bothers me—the uh, whole party conference thing. I just find The whole
1: party conference well, you know, is that what you went to this No week? no no <laughs> But when
3: they say party conference season and you just think well it just it sort of proves that politicians are a bit weird cuz Aren't they
2: just call it AW like us
3: Autumn winter yeah. <laughs> But nobody thinks oh yeah this this party needs a bit more conference Do they? It's just weird like it's having like a, having a talking corner for a party I think it's all terrible. It's Stop,
1: I mean, I'm on a bit of a <laughs> downer on politics in general at the moment.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's
1: the caterpillar cake, basically, because I know that there will have been a meeting of PR people saying, what should the birthday cake be like? And someone would what have, would a, they would have like. said, let's go for the caterpillar. Mm. And I, I'm trying to work out what their symbolism was with that. Yeah, Are they yeah. trying to say everything looks horrible and sticky now, but it will emerge, something beautiful will emerge from the coalition? Mm. Is that what they're trying to say? I tell you, it will not be an accident, the caterpillar cake. Somebody no, would have think they would, it'll have a, yeah. If, if he'd have wanted a, say so they'd have got him a, a Hitler-themed <laughs> birthday cake. There would
3: have been all sorts of um, kerfuffle about it. There would, yeah. Yeah, I could see how that yeah, could happen. I don't think
2: anyone's ever requested that, but I I'd see, like it if they had.
3: I could see how, as a PR oh,
2: exercise, even.
3: Caterpillar <laughs> would be less incendiary. A John Terry cake would have caused
1: all sorts of trouble. There's all sorts of... We'll leave it there, the list the list of cakes that could have caused trouble. We'll leave there. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, but the caterpillar, <laughs> yeah. the caterpillar... The caterpillar. Someone will have said, if we have a caterpillar, it sort of suggests that we are... Um, that's mm. what it will grow. There's
2: a, there's a chrysalis vibe. I get what you're saying, yeah. Frank. I do think, though, to the more important matter of the day, the indigo gene... Yes. Um, the skinny jean that Sam Cam went for.
3: But she was a bit less smart than him, wasn't she? She was. Wasn't he in the suit and she was in jeans? Was
2: he it looked rather weird? fetching.
1: They were going to the Andrew Marsh show where you've got to wear your jeans pretty tight round the waistband because he's a. <laughs> <laughs> he is a lucky Dipper if you're, not, <laughs> if you're not careful. You don't want to be on your way to the conference and um, and David's saying, What's that dragging noise? Oh, sorry, I think I had to add. Alan, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew's still got his hands stuck. <laughs> I just be, I've been dragging him for the last mile and a half.
3: <laughs> see, I think oh. he, she might have said, is this fine? And he might have done that thing of going, wear whatever yes. you want, wear whatever yeah. you want. And, and she's gone, are you sure this is fine? Because you look a lot smarter than me. And he's gone,
2: anything, I'll, anything you goes You can down. see, a bit panicky in the hotel suite, straighteners are everywhere. He just yeah, wants yeah. to get out. He wants out.
3: Because we had a thing He's last on the phone me. saying, yeah. caterpillar be fine. We're <laughs> We're busy. <laughs> Lose the John Terry kid. Got <laughs> caterpillar. Yeah, wear whatever you want.
2: And she's spraying too much perfume, so the whole room stinks of it. Right. Yeah. yeah and he's. Is.
1: I imagine he's. It's uh, a bit chilly, and he's knotting <laughs> a pastel shade <laughs> sweater around his shoulders, <laughs> ready to go out. Or we might have to put the roof up.
3: Because we went to a um, a friend's fiftieth last week, oh, and yeah. uh, my wife said it's dressed to impress. I've, I've bought a frock, and I went. Are you sure it's dressed to impress? Because His wife is bubbly, and bubbly people cannot be trusted. Does that mean
2: she's overweight? No, no, she's just bubbly.
3: And and she said, no, (laughs) she definitely said (laughs) it's dressed to impress. And I went, she's a bubbly person. That could mean be there or be square. We're having a party, dressed to impress. Turned up, only people that are dressed to impress. Everyone else Ah. is in jeans and a shirt. She's got a new frock on and I've got a suit on.
2: what happens in life when you don't dress to impress? I do that every morning. Dress to
3: non-impress.
2: Yeah. That's not not a dress code. That's life.
3: Well, I think it should be a dress code. but well. we, we looked awesome, don't get me wrong, but we...
1: My, my girlfriend's
3: like... adopted the
1: dress to express. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Frank, Frank said the other night... Which involves
1: we're not... a bra with a trapdoor, like normally I would have only seen in some sort of exotic lingerie shop.
2: <laughs> Frank referred to it the other night, he said, oh yeah, Cathy's dressed as, what was it, Les Miserables chic, he called it. The, other... <laughs> but the
1: thing is, you just get sick, you get so much sick on you in the end, You just you just wear like a tracksuit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh well,
0: she still looks Parenting
3: old. overalls.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: On the subject of uh, Sam Cam's skinny jeans, uh, I now slightly overlap with Sam Cam on the Venn diagram. You slightly I've... overlap them jeans you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've been given some... Some freebie jeans and, Ah, Alan uh, free. in freebie shop Freebie jeans, yeah uh, And uh, they're they're a bit skinnier than my normal ones They are ones. quite
2: um, I thought they, they are quite really snug, really, Frank they are, They're a
1: very modern comedian thing to wear, those skinny well, that, jeans Well, that's
3: one of the things that puts me off them Are you
1: going to grow hair like a chrysanthemum? Which <laughs> <is> the, <laughs> the other look
2: And have a a, long, a low slash v, no, v t-shirt
3: No, I haven't got the uh, physique to carry that off But oh. I think I can carry off the jeans just about
2: well, I think but, they look good yeah, they,
3: they they look snug. They're, su- oh,
2: they're, they're, they're almost the, circus the, the, performers oh, now. But you know, you've got, oh, no,
1: you've got two kids already, so no real harm can be done. <laughs> 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 well, I like
3: to be cradled, not not grasped.
4: Oh, God! <laughs> Frank.
3: Well. Uh, the The good thing about them is that they're a bit skinny at the bottom, but not at the top, because they're actually the um, they're a new range. They're Levi's commuter, so they're for people that cycle.
1: I
2: hate them instantly. Really, really. <laughs> I don't like commuter. Yeah, they're. <laughs> me uh, I'm
1: anti-Semitic. I don't like Levi's. But
3: don't just take that out in isolation.
1: No. Oh yeah, I do like sandals. Well,
2: they, they look nice. you have got, got a little bit
3: them. of um, they've got a little bit of waterproofing to them, and they're uh, they're a little bit stretchy as well. Of the, they are, so you're can, not wearing
1: stretchy jeans They're
3: stretchy, they've got a stretch in them Are they for men? Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. wearing
2: a jegging?
3: And, even even more mind-blowing the um, When you turn them up, the turn-ups have got a little bit of the uh, UV reflector thing For when you're pedalling, so people can see
1: you me all right What will they
3: think of next? It's mind-blowing, isn't it?
1: Er... Uh. Well, I'm taken aback by that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say my problem with the skinny jean gene generally mm. is that, obviously, when you're following a leg down, mm. then the foot suddenly comes out of nowhere. Uh-huh. I, know you're, yes. I know you're anti-boot cut, but one thing about the boot cut, it generally introduces the idea <laughs> that there's going to be a 90-degree a, a, a angle coming up. You know what I mean? It, 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 it gives you a slope. so sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas with the skinny jeans it's straight 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 whoa there 's a yeah. foot there 's no mm-hmm. it 's too abrupt. there 's no warning, I know what you mean frank yeah I it's know like a, an ele- like an elephant uh, an elephant no an elephant doesn 't have the elephant's legs just go straight down, so you it's don't you 't cut yeah you 're not surprised by the uh, not surprised by the foot <laughs> <laughs> it 's a disadvantage i don't know if you've been to Africa, but you see a lot of um Ankle bracelets in the dirt <laughs> that have just slipped straight off them because there's nothing, nothing for them to hang on at all. No purchase. Yeah, like, they're, they're a hazard. Um, elephant uh, ankle bracelets. It's like those, you know, those plastic. <laughs> no, things I was that saying that only on. the other day. You need to put those plastic straps on newspapers, and sometimes you'd step on them and uh, stepping them and fall over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that. Poor old Africans. Uh, they're all over the place. <laughs> And they're also rubbish at keeping elephants for the same reason.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: So glad you said that.
1: <laughs> they can't do sit ups because they can't hook their feet under anything. to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they could. I think it might be time for email corner.
3: <laughs> oh. the email corner. Hmm. What do we got? Uh, we've got See, one addressed. What
1: do you got?
3: An um, all one word. Hi, Frank, Alan, Emily. Mm. Yeah, uh, Emily might be interested to know that there was a J. Frank Skinner who died in Augusta, Georgia. That's
1: my number plate, J. Frank Skinner. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't just get Frank Skinner. I tried everywhere.
3: Was it cheaper? So, J. So, Frank Skinner? Yeah, J. Frank Skinner class. a nice. couple of <laughs> quid off. Why not? The
1: S is like a five, but I've put like the, the screw in the number plate in it, so it looks. <laughs> oh, oh, that's
2: good. Yeah, that's so cheap.
3: Mm. <laughs> Emily might be interested to know that there was a J. Frank Skinner who died in Augusta, Georgia in 1911 mm. who was said to be the tallest elk in the world when he died. Oh, whoa! Seven <laughs> foot four. That is all. Glenn in Kinva. Kinva? Oh,
2: I yeah. like that I'd be specifically interested to yeah, know, like as that. opposed to anyone else that's, on the show. For
3: really your information, nice. Glenn, I'm pathologically uninterested <laughs> in this. I,
2: I, um, I find this...
1: Uh, fascinating. I don't understand it. No. Why would an elk be called J. Frank Skinner? Why
2: did he have a name?
1: It didn't, didn't seem... And also a name is... It's not just a human name, but it's quite a formal. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: quite just sort of... I think he sounds... J. Frank Skinner sounds like a circus owner. Yeah. Mm. I would say, definitely. But you couldn't have an
1: elk owning no. a circus. It wouldn't make any sense. No. I suppose lot- if a human being can be called Elky Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're, they're allowed some payback. In-
2: it makes less sense that he has a name. All in all, quite a confusing. Email. Can you imagine
1: that in the in the UCOM? This um, this Brooks a bit Elky. Did you uh, leave the gate open again?
4: Oh.
2: So, um So, <laughs> um, moving on to email two, uh, dear Frank. Oh, I, want, Emily. I really
1: want to look up now, Jay Frank Skinner, but obviously I might see some terrible reviews. Oh yeah, so I sure. can't.
3: Or some praise that, you know, No, no, I don't, you don't want to be distracted listen, by either. I don't see
1: that either, but I would like to... I don't quite... I can't get to the bottom of this tall elk <laughs> with a human name.
2: There's too many new concepts to take oh, on board. Something wrong. There's something
1: wrong
3: there and I'm not happy with it. Maybe if you did a very specific Google search... of no, like J. Frank Skinner's tallest a, elk gone.
1: It just doesn't lock together...
2: <laughs> Who's this strange character down the pit? I don't know. Um, dear Frank, Emily and Alan. Uh, oh, sorry. I've just realised he's described He says, your live music section of the show, as oh, opposed yeah. to live... Your live music section of the show reminded me of the song I like to sing to every time I go into our car after my wife has used it.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what he means. He means that the songs that you sing um, in your life. Like yeah. every time oh, I, okay. Every time I take money at the cash point, yeah. I sing uh, Brass in Pocket. pocket. I right. thought he
2: was saying live and had spelt it wrongly no, in a Scandinavian type way. It did way. come
3: up again a few weeks um, ago because of how much is that dog in the window. And you're mm, correct. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Cracked.
2: Um, my wife is somewhat <laughs> shorter than I am, whereas I am far more Cochrane-esque in stature. This means that not only do I crack my knees on the wheel as I squeeze in, but for some reason the sun visor is always left out at a 45 degree angle for me to hit my head on. A
1: a mirror. <laughs> but there's a mirror involved in the sun visor.
2: Dare I say, <laughs> it's almost as if she does it on purpose. This leads me to sing to the tune of Boogie Nights, Booby Trap. Regards 716 P.S. if Emily ever fancies a game of chess
1: Yes, of course course. (laughs) Uh, um, There used to be a footballer called Papan Do you remember remember Uh him, Alan? And uh, I used to watch If ever I watched football with him When when I lived with David Badil we'd watch him And every time the commentator said Papan I would stand up, look through the window And say, that'll be my car (laughs) (laughs) But I couldn't not do
3: it It's like something terrible
1: would happen to me
3: See, I love this Boogie Nights guy, because mm, in, in this you? in this one email, this man has touched on two things that I've got failed stand-up about, which is getting into the car when a small person, has, and it just got nothing. It's Whoa. obviously too niche. He is my target audience, and yeah. also <laughs> chess. i I've, I've occasionally tried chess-based <laughs> humour Ch- on Ch- the comedy chess. circuit. Oh, that sounds good. Epic fail, let's just say.
1: Well, maybe what you should chairs? run it by it's... us so we can workshop it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do it.
1: I'm off. I always think with the sun visor, if I pull the sun visor down in a car, I feel I've failed. Do really? You? Yeah. You'd prefer well, to I will brazen it out to the point where I'm getting a blinding headache and I can only see red for the bottom 40% of my vision. No. But no, I just think, oh no. it's I like get... Only losers pull the sun if visor down. If I'm driving
2: down. and a passenger pulls it down, I get insulted. I think it's rude.
1: The Sun Vice. Yeah. Oh, right, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought Andrew would cut me in the gear. Absolute Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio
3: We're still in email corner. Are we? Yeah. Oh well in that case I shall uh, I shall read aloud another email. Reading um, aloud, I love that. Good morning, Frank, Alan and Emily. I'm another of your Australian podcast listeners. All over the The, world. The world tour is expanding with every email. And the reason I write is to let you know about a new TV show being advertised here in Oz. In keeping with the theme of shows which are only commissioned because of their punning title, it's called Kitchen Cabinet and involves past and present cabinet ministers being interviewed <laughs> in their kitchen oh! while they cook their signature dish.
4: The
3: title definitely came before the concept, Definitely, but how oh, brilliant to have seen that. it through to that extent. Yeah, all the best, John, in Adelaide. Oh, do they is...
2: say during Kitchen Cabinet? Oh, in my living room? No, we don't want to see in there. <laughs> Just in the kitchen, mate. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'll tell you what, if we do a version of it, um, you've got to think that Nigel Lawson would probably be good, wouldn't he? Well,
1: because of uh, yeah, Nigella? Yeah, he must oh,
3: have picked guy. up the odd tip where she's going, Hey, hey I've Dad, when you...
1: I've just had an, you... idiotic, an idiotic eureka moment. Go on. It's the first time I've realised that he called her Nigella because he's called Nigel.
3: Oh, dear. Oh, God. I'm so <laughs> late. Oh, right, oh, dear. I'm sorry, everyone.
2: <laughs> I not even describe that as late. That's do you insane. To, do you want us to
3: pause the show for a minute? <laughs> no,
1: that's, that's terrible. <laughs> just <laughs> have a think about I it. I think you should do a series of shows. They all have to be furniture. Yeah. So you could have one in which uh, Saeed Jaffrey talked about oh. how he'd lost all interest in life. It could be called a uh, sideboard. So cool. <laughs> and then the smaller I love about... the
2: idea of pitching Saeed Jaffrey <laughs> losing interest in life.
1: And what about a dating agency in Bedfordshire? Single beds. <laughs> Here you go, there's a the texting. <laughs> Shows based on furniture <laughs> <laughs> and, and what they would be. By the way, can I thank um, a guy called Emmeline from San Diego? Who, do you remember I was bemoaning Is that the fact? A man or, a, or Emilyn I've never seen it spelled like this Indian. before Emlyn Hughes
2: it's I know it's a person
1: I don't care about their gender they're all human beings you know oh but if it was a they're girl all did, you children you said a guy I was just did just... I well you know you can use the term yeah, guy that's... generically okay um, anyway <laughs> like I, you, you guys and dolls remember oh yeah <laughs> yeah I remember um, don't I re oh the strain of it the strain of it <laughs> You don't know what I'm going through.
2: <laughs> I do know what you're going through.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, do you remember I was moaning about the fact that um, my agent, I got my agent to phone up and uh, sort of begging, a uh, begging on my manager yeah. to, to beg the Doctor Who people to let me have a tiny, tiny part in Doctor uh, Who. and yeah. Nothing happened. Well, uh, Emily made a a little video. Um, with me as the voice of the monster. Oh, excellent! It was uh, it was brilliant. It was it was circa circa David Tennant. Mm. But it was. Uh, I shall keep it forever. So, thank you, uh, Emmeline in San Diego. Oh, San Diego! Gee, Emmeline, <laughs> what are you, male or female? <laughs> oh, it's old Blind Pete. Oh, it sits <laughs> on that chair day in day out. <laughs> Show him you tell him his dog's dead? Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute
1: Radio. Hi. Hold on, I have to do my um, top of the hour thingy. Um, Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, Alan Cochran, 8 12 15 at Frank on Absolute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was uh, worth it, wasn't it? Well, I, think they, I think they got the gist.
3: Going through the motions. It didn't even say eight. It didn't even say text in on 812.15, Just some numbers. People might be thinking they're listening in code. People,
1: well, people have been texting in on eight twelve fifteen. They sure yeah, have.
2: They have. We've had a text in. You know, you were talking earlier, Frank, about it was programs. There was
1: an Australian show called yeah. Kitchen Cabinet, and I, and it's uh, it's members of the cabinet in their kitchen, and, <laughs> and we talked about what other um, items of furniture. Mm. might uh, constitute an idea for a TV show.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: we've had 546 Man, a child brought up by otters grows up with special <laughs> otter powers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's excellent. Ottoman as well. What a great Ottoman. choice of furniture.
3: And uh, and um, Julian in Hauling an art show in the county town of Cheshire, Chester draws. <laughs> <laughs> like that.
2: Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've only just got the drawers, but very good, mm. very fine. We also
2: had zero eight four cesspit. Brad talking dirty, but like, I'm not sure <laughs> the cesspit is an actual piece of furniture. I don't think yeah. it's furniture. It's no, maybe I in think his it's his
1: house. It's, uh, yeah, I, I bet it's not indoors though. <laughs> no, it would be a very good, uh, a very good thing though, cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> There must be someone called Cess, is there, as famous? Cess Fabregas. Yeah, Cess Fabregas. That would be a good autobiography title um, for him. Explores coal mining. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so um, what Um, else? I'll
2: tell you what else. (laughs) I was told off this week, Frank. Who would dare? But... Before I was told off, I also did some telling off, so I think it was kind of karmic retribution. This
1: part of the story I find more believable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear about me telling someone off first? I think you might prefer that. Well, you choose. Well, <laughs> I was on my way to um, an 8am hair appointment. Sometimes they open the salon for me early. Do they?
3: Mm. Is that a fact? Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, that's like, a fact. Like when Alan Partridge goes around Dixon's
2: when How dare you! <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was
1: in a comic shop, uh, yes, Orbital Comics, in, um, in the, the centre of London. Mm-hmm. I was in there at uh, 10 o'clock, doesn't open until 10.30. And it is like a child's dream. Just no one it's else. It's
3: lovely. Really? They let just,
1: you in? I was, I, was, I was being interviewed in there right. um, for a job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also just giving and working at a comic shop and with, with my other friends with black T-shirts. Uh, um, no, I was being interviewed about the dandy... Hmm. Um, oh, that's uh, nice, darling. Yeah, but it was great. Being in a co- an empty comic shop is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. It really was ooh, just ooh,
2: nerd paradise. S- could smell yeah. them. Anyway, yeah, yeah. carry on. Anyway, so I'm walking through London's Great Portland Street. Oh, yes. Very much your manor.
1: Where my child was born.
2: Yes. From. I get my hair done there you um, bring life into the world there you go
1: Nice. well I'm I'm sure you get life brought into your hair
2: (laughs) I do oh I do do you use
1: an (laughs) 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 anti-frizz
2: I do I do sometimes yeah yeah.
1: I'm I'm fascinated by the old anti-frizz concept oh Oh. well but in order to be used you have to accept your frizziness which I think a lot of people find it hard to come to terms with Mm.
2: Mm. Alan I thought had product on his hair this morning though he assured me it was just to do with his hat
3: it's yeah. Ha- ha- yeah. Oh, and filth, probably. I've just not washed it yet. Today. Anyway, let's stick to anyway. it. I know, I'm trying to. Meanwhile, back in anyway, the story.
2: suddenly, so I'm going over the zebra crossing. I hear a sound which sounded like gravel being raked. It was so loud. Oh. I thought, what's that? It was a man. He was releasing saliva. it someone arriving oh. at the
1: Great Gatsby's <laughs> house party? <laughs> Oh not, spitting, oh, not a spitter. Oh, not a fir- not, uh, first thing in the morning as well when you start a bit.
2: It was huge. It was huge.
1: Oh, no. Did you feel some a he- bit he- a bit heavy of... at the back of your coat?
2: Well, there was a bit of topspin on it. Oh, so it came wait, very near my Mew, Mew bag. Oh, no. Oh, no.
3: Oh,
1: that's I was
2: furious.
3: unacceptable.
2: I went, oh, repulsive. I could not help. I did, did, you? did. You know what I get like. Did you say
1: filthy creep? No, I didn't.
2: <laughs> 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 the one opportunity I had to use my catchphrase. I just said, oh, repulsive. And he turned, he turned back to me. He went, it only hit pavement. I didn't, like, hit pavement. Like, no, he was professional.
1: Yeah, yeah, also, like, he, he wasn't very good on, like, yeah. grammar.
2: I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. So, so I could see... He, he, he sort of apologised, and then he realised. I gave him one on my stern looks after I said repulsive. He went, sorry, love, sorry, love. Oh, well, that's fair yeah. enough. So, you well, you know, well. we all
1: make mistakes.
2: Well, exactly. But I, I felt that was unacceptable. Then I was told off that very night, when I was having dinner with my parents and some friends of theirs, they're a bit older, Hmm. and I was telling an anecdote which involved some use of Category C swear words. Right. And the guy, who was a bit older, turned around and said... Honestly, where was your daughter brought up? She's got a mouth like a sewer. <laughs> <gasps> oh, <dear. laughs>
1: like a sewer. It's funny though. How <laughs> awkward! Oh, oh. That reminds me of a very fabulous documentary about uh, what was the name of that woman who won um, Big Brother, Kate?
2: Oh, Kate Lawler.
1: Kate Lawler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a very. She had a very sort of. Uh, <laughs> her father I found extremely amusing in the documentary. <laughs> and I remember she got back, she'd just come back from Big Brother, it was like very exciting, she'd come uh-huh. back to the house. And uh, the mother and the granny was in the room waiting to meet her. And she and he stopped, he, he was driving about, He's that kind of dad who drove her everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got gone in and he stopped her before she went in the kitchen. And uh, first thing he said, first thing, go in there. And apologise to your mother and your grandmother for your language. (laughs) (laughs) I'm big brother. (laughs) I I did enjoy that. We have to play some
2: music. I know, but can I tell you quickly, 349, conservative politicians climbing a volcano, lavatory, (laughs) lavatory. David from Orpington. Is that furniture? (laughs)
1: Well, we're into the whole what constitutes furniture debate. Actually, that'd be a good texting. <laughs> what constitutes furniture? Stick around.
0: Frank. Frank Skinner.
1: On Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute Radio.
2: Oh,
1: yeah, you, but you were told oh, off. Oh, yeah,
2: so I was being told off. And it was just, it seemed, it's very odd being told off as an adult. Yeah. So I suddenly felt sympathy, isn't it? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. It's not something that happens to me very often, if I'm honest. Well, it doesn't
1: happen to me. I mean, I... Obviously, I rarely get told off because I'm uh, a borderline national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> but I was told off twice this week by the same person. Oh, no. Who? Kath? Domestic. No, I no, don't even count Kath telling me <laughs> off. That's too <laughs> commonplace. Kath who says things to me like, uh, oh, it's all right for you gallivanting off to work. Gallivanting <laughs> about. Very is. good use of gallivanting. You gallivant to work.
2: Can you? <laughs> I can. Um... Go and, on, then. Oh,
1: so, so I did. Uh, I did um, a show with Janet Street Porter this week. Oh, she told me off twice. I mean, in, in a quite full-on. <laughs> did she? Yeah. One because f- I um, I called loose women a dazzling display of uninformed opinions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, she pointed out that she was a former uh, newspaper editor and was very informed. Oh. So, and I said, you know, but, you know, you you don't you don't. Really count. You're on there. You're a sort of a. You're the black sheep of the family. On um,
2: a well handled Frank. Uh, yeah, but she. Uh, she
1: got. Yeah, she got quite aggressive. And then I also. Um, I suggested that she was uh, res- res- was responsible for topless darts. If you remember that program. Yeah, she was Live. on them. Now she's she she ran a, a company called, uh, a channel called Live TV. Yeah but she said she'd left by the time they put on topless darts.
4: Oh, right.
2: so, what about the news bunny? They used to cry know, when atrocities happened. happened.
1: But she did, uh, she got quite... Uh, oh, she properly told me off. There's no getting around here. I, I don't know. Like i tell you what was interesting. I, uh, we showed a clip from topless darts, which was topless women um, playing, darts. playing darts. And there was a time, not that long ago, maybe three years ago, and I watched that and thought, oh, Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt, I just felt terribly embarrassed by the whole thing. I'm starting mm. to think that I've had, uh, you know, George Melly said that he realised George Melly, the the, the jazz mm. singer writer, said that uh, he suddenly realised his libido had uh, gone, mm-hmm. and he said he felt like he'd uh, he'd managed to get off a runaway horse. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm wondering now if I'm uh, if that's it for me. Mm. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm testing. Yeah, that's how I'm testing it, with uh, my, a reaction to Topless Darts. I just wanted to run on set and put a coat around them. You know, that kind of thing.
2: Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. And I also
1: heard myself saying that something my mother used to say, is that they'd be better off saying the prayers. <laughs> <laughs> you never muttered that. I did. As you were playing the clip. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, So she properly told me off, Janet But I suppose that's what she's famous for Is being a bit spiky
3: We got a telling off Before we surrendered the allotment, gave it up We uh, we got a little letter through the door Saying um, you've not really tended your allotment enough You know, you get a little telling off Really, yeah. well,
2: I wouldn't. Have you know, I wouldn't have known what to have made of that statement.
3: <laughs>
1: to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> no, mind your own business.
2: Yeah, and, that's what I say.
3: And I, uh, I, I occasionally want to give a telling off. I sometimes tell people off in. You the, strike
2: um, me as a teller offer. In yeah. the
3: quiet coach, if someone's on their phone, I've occasionally gone over. One woman got very irate.
2: Oh, she, I'm sorry. I feel a bit sick at the thought of you doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do? You do? do you she get... got
3: really irate. she I think it's partly that thing of if you're an adult and you get told off, you're not used to it, and you lash out a bit because you're embarrassed mm. and she went oh get a life and i went i've got a life but i've also got manners
4: oh.
1: Oh. Oh. So you, oh. you won't be able to tell people off with that kind of authority now you've started wearing skinny jeans <laughs> <laughs> it's like being told off by one of the ramones or oh, russell
2: Kane, they won't listen to you yeah
1: if you do if you do it as russell cain you have to hold your hold your back leg up <laughs> So back leg i have a i have a, an image of, of russell as a centaur yeah, but he isn't. I know what you mean. Yeah. He's r- still
2: on the runaway horse. I do think it is. something <laughs> to do with that
1: back leg. I think he is the runaway horse that, that <laughs> he, he is my, Russell Kane is my libido, it's as simple as <laughs> that. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
0: Radio. I've got
3: two words to say to you guys. What? Pillow Bella Clava. <laughs> <laughs> Discuss? No,
2: uh, not my particular fantasy. Oh, really? No. There's
3: um, there's an invention. Some bloke has come up with uh, an invention called the uh, the ostrich pillow, and it basically looks like um, like an Iron Man's, you know, like those old deep oh, sea diver that. yeah helmet It looks things. like a
2: blue bottle head.
3: It looks like that, but it's actually a pillow in a sort of pull over the head type garment. Mm-hmm. Must be true. It was in the Daily Mail.
1: Well, not, not only was it in the Daily Mail, but I tried one on this week. You did no not. Way. I did. Shut I, up. I did. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I had too. Much. There was no hell for the, hole for the mouth. What happened? It's quite snug, but I've got, as you know, I've got a, a quite a big head. Mm. Um,
2: is it? Is a sort of tracksuit fabric, isn't it? Is Great it? Mold.
1: No, I tell you what it is. Um, to my surprise, I thought it was going to be foam, mm-hmm. but it had a bit of bean bag. Oh really? Oh.
3: Does that make it slightly heavier though for the it, traveler? It is
1: it's, it's a bit heavy but you, you know the the whole idea is that you know if you're on a train and you think I'll feel tired and you lean your head against the window saying and it's that hard yeah hard mm. surface it's it's to avoid all that so you, you know be, to avoid
2: anyone ever wanting to take you out <laughs> on a day <date, laughs> presumably as well because it's the most loathsome well, it's a item I've ever seen. It's, it's got
1: holes in the sides so you can put your hand. You know when you put your hands behind the back of your head yeah. and lean back, so you can do that. It, it, and oh, also, so that's
2: attractive. And also, <laughs> you can
1: just you can just sleep face down on on the table. Yeah, and it's and it's oh. nice and soft. I, I like the idea. Great. I'd, I
3: would like one. This
1: many but you know, times I'm phobic
2: about sleeping in public places No. in that's front of probably, other people. it's probably
1: not a bad uh, phobia. I to remember
2: have. being on the train with Daisy, our producer. Beautiful girl, everything to live for. <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. Oh, a lovely
1: summary that one. She
2: says, Oh, I'm just going to go to sleep now. Puts her head on the table, her arms all splayed out. I was so sickened.
1: <laughs> we used to do that at school. They used to say, like. A, 2.30 in the afternoon they'd say uh, like sleep time now and we just put our heads on the desk <laughs> <laughs> and, animals um, yeah and I can remember I used to go to sleep it would like 15 minutes just in our sleep time best go to sleep so you wow. know so just sleep life was so simple then
3: you just did as you were told yeah, yeah well, that's well, how cause,
1: fascism cause, rose of course when you drew back you had like the graffiti of the last 30 years <laughs> on I, th-
2: I think it's like going to the bathroom in public it's up there with that as far as I'm Sleeping concerned Sleeping in public mm, I'm disgusting. I haven't really
1: done it since I stopped uh, drinking <laughs> When I used to do it quite a lot I, I, lost, I lost all sense of what was public and what was private <laughs> Yeah, that didn't could seem, happen didn't The line blurs matter. But I tell you what, speaking of my drinking days I could have done with the old uh, ostrich pillow then
3: Yeah um, Yeah
1: as if I wasn't ostracised enough. Eh? <laughs> I used to, Did you ever? You must have done this thing, uh, Alan, in the, when you get a bit drunk. Is so you get to. You attend the urinal,
4: uh-huh.
1: and uh, you, you just lean your head against the wall.
3: Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, oh. it's not a proud moment in a. No. Moment what like. do you
1: mean? <laughs> For support. Oh God! So you sort of lean your head on the wall, and then you've got. You know, you've got your, what they call, I believe, in the phone world, of hands-free. Uh, and, and this hat is perfect for that. <laughs> it, it's uh,
2: that would be a lovely sight. If you didn't wear it the in. whole
1: night, but come about nine o'clock when it starts to really seep in, you know, the drink, <laughs> then you can put that. on. also, if you fall over on the way home, yeah, no it's head down. covered. Mm. But
3: I just the wish the big problem with this is that it's uh, it's dark in there, so you would literally be blind drunk. That's that's a problem with wearing the hat well, from 9pm onwards. But
1: you can see out of oh, it. Oh, can you? What? There's an eye hole. Yeah, there's, a, there's an what? eye What? Oh, like a sky nose. hole? Yeah, so there's like a hole at the front and two holes at the side oh. is the way it Like works. with flies, with oh. that gauze thing. Well, hence what? the balaclava title.
3: Why would there be an eye
1: hole, though?
2: Because it's so done. you can see? But you don't want <laughs> to see. Look, you're meant to be going to sleep. It's oh, not... you could
1: pull it down, I suppose, for sleeping purposes. All
2: I, I would say I is sans eye holes. All I would say is, couldn't they have gone for a slightly more affluent fabric? (laughs) It's disgusting. What about leather? That would be nice. Or silk. Oh, no, Leather?
1: (laughs) Leather. Lovely. (laughs) I couldn't help uh, thinking when I tried it on that that Brian May would look at it and say, what what do they mean it's difficult to sleep on
3: a hard surface? (laughs) 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 What
1: what are you talking about?
3: I'd like one. Brian May. If they can condense it so that you could travel with it and have it... Like small in a suitcase or a bag, I'd I'd be I'd be in for one of those. I think yeah. he just puts a hat on. No, I
1: don't <laughs> Brian May. Oh, <laughs> I mean, this pillow thing. What about May Day? You know May Day, which is a particularly windy day. is oh, that his
2: autobiography? No, it's it's, it's that
1: day when um, all the spores blow off um, Brian May mm-hmm. and the in people's gardens. <laughs> yeah, and then a couple of months later, you get uh, flamboyant. Guitarists growing in the cracks between your <laughs> garden slabs. You're not aware of that phenomenon. No,
3: it's
1: the first I've heard of it. <laughs> oh I hate Queen. <laughs> absolute,
0: absolute, absolute, radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Frank, we've had some texts in on eight twelve fifteen regarding furniture programs. Ah yes, pun. Uh, Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, Welsh dresser, a programme in which Tom Jones adopts a Quan esque role and comes to the aid of people with wardrobe insufficiencies. Can
3: you
1: (laughs) imagine what that would be like? The
3: first episode being Tom Jones himself. (laughs) 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 He's too big, though. He's too (laughs) big for clothes. He's one of those people. Oh, really? They're struggling to get... Yes, I would
2: agree with that. That's from Sid on the Isle of Wight. He does. Some
3: people look, and
2: they're not listening to
1: the massively biggest people. But some Mm. people just look that they shouldn't be clothed at all.
2: Mm. He should be allowed to roam free. (laughs) I think you're right. Well, well, you know,
1: I have a theory that he is really a bear.
3: (laughs) Is that a euphemism? Is that cool? No,
1: no, no, not one of those. He's a real bear. I mean, like a real bear. (laughs) My theory was, which I think I have uh, mentioned on the show before, but uh, is that. You know when he says, think about a bit of dance now? Yes. It looks to me like someone has sedated a bear and then <laughs> put it in human clothes. <laughs> and then it's the, the dance. Looks like the bear trying to get out of that outfit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Frank, we've also, um, someone's tweeted us, someone called Twemlo, says, uh, Ottoman Empire. Emily goes around the world collecting Ottomans and in the last programme piles them up and burns them. <laughs> Which I think is rather Empire. marvellous. Oh, fabulous, fabulous multi.
3: Excellent pun, but I uh, I dislike the idea because we have an ottoman and it was rather expensive. Mm. Don't want C- it burnt. Can I own
1: up? I can't now remember exactly what. Is it like a small wardrobe?
3: It's like a footstool.
1: Oh um, yeah. There's nothing like. A...
2: Like a love seat. It's a footstool. <laughs> I call it a love seat.
1: Well, it's a different thing—a footstool and a love seat. What not in, you, not in my house. A, what would you call a poof? Oh, <laughs> It, we're
2: now that? going
3: to get about four hundred texts. An <laughs> ottoman's not a footstool. It's this. You know, you when you just
2: I moments. would describe an ottoman as a sort of chaise long. Could one of these no. shows be oh.
1: four puffs and a piano? It's just, it just
3: is furniture. <laughs> oh, no, Alan, you're right.
2: An ottoman is a puff. Yes, it is. Anyway, okay. um, I like
3: the surprise. in, Oh no, Alan, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, uh, you were discussing about how you'd like the um, the the uh, balaclava pillow for uh leaning against the urinal um we we've had a text in from someone let me just find it oh it's moved oh yeah. I oh, love oh, these bits <laughs> Frank, <laughs> breathe the head against the wall on the urinal do you ever do the hitler where one hand is raised to the wall for extra support oh yes I have done
1: that in the past
3: yeah back in the day
1: didn't um david cameron have a cake that was based <laughs> on hitler at the <laughs> urinal <laughs> Chinese okay. whispers. That one didn't get out. I think that that, that photo didn't uh, <laughs> didn't make it. Absolute, absolute
0: absolute radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio I'd like
2: to take us back to Email Corner, if that's okay with you.
1: Oh I can't reach the jingle.
0: Oh that's okay.
2: Email Corner. <laughs> 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 you went a bit more old jeered then. <laughs> it's all right. Um dear Frank Emily and Alan. I work for an architecture practice in Fulham. Oh, right up my Mm. And a few of us here listen to your podcast every week. We couldn't help but notice when you were discussing your favourite bonds last week, you missed out a hotly debated topic in our office, the best bond theme tunes. I'm a live and let die fan personally can you please help us settle this argument ben in fulham p.s whilst i've recently moved in with my girlfriend i do feel that my chances of getting this message read out are deeply reduced if i do not attempt some form of night's move mm, as such wow. if the lovely emily ever fancies a night out in west london tell her to get in touch and we'll take her out to bunga bunga google it
1: <laughs> i think if you google bunga bunga you'll yeah. get uh, <laughs> Silvio, uh <Bert> Scali, <laughs> yeah uh yeah. which it, he's he's disappeared quick um well, I would go, personally, mm. um, it doesn't have any words, though, my one. Mine is uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, classic. You've that
2: all the time, Frank.
1: <clears throat> yes, I love it so mm. much. But um, as part of my new whistling diet, you know I'm bringing out the whistling <laughs> diet book. <laughs> 12 calories. Right there. <laughs> right there. Right there. Wow, that's good, oh. isn't it?
2: You see, Live and Let Die, I like it, but I could do without the Caribbean theme bar bit in the middle. I don't like that. What
1: was it? Oh, oh, oh it makes me really feel ill, that. Oh, I don't mind that.
2: I'm a bit of a Nobody Does It Better fan. Yeah, I that is say. good. That yeah, is Carly good. Simon, that's one of my favourites, right? right?
1: I also like... It's uh, by Who
2: love Me, that is, isn't it? Is
1: it? Mm. Man with the Golden Gun, I love yeah,
2: yeah. Lulu. Oh, is that Lulu.
1: He's got a powerful weapon It oh, charges God. a million a shot <laughs> <laughs> I won't keep going
2: well, no. Where does uh, the cockerel stand on this? I'm, I'm
3: with the uh, with, with the chap that's emailed in I, I like Live and Let Die It's
1: got, mm-hmm. it's got a like has got you We're want. talking about our favourite
3: Yeah, it's, uh, well, alright, that's my favourite You know
1: when
2: the <laughs> space- <laughs> is a for your eyes only type You know when, the big, spa-
1: when the big spaceship eats the little spaceship
2: Mm-hmm. As pac what's
1: that? Oh, yeah. Is it, is it <laughs> Moonraker where the big Oh yeah, yeah, I know that. Oh, and yeah. get, the music that's playing when that's happening is absolutely fantastic.
3: Which one did Arha do? I never
1: trusted. Oh, Morton Oh, the Living
2: Daylights. Market. Living Daylights. Never trusted Morton no. Market Too I
1: thin-lipped. Am, I was found by um, Lulu once <laughs> because <laughs> I, um, I I went to an audience with Lulu and I dressed up as Lulu <laughs> in the sixties. <'60s. laughs> I mean, I was asked to. It wasn't. I didn't oh, just I do see. It. Yeah, and I went on stage as her in the sixties and um she she laughed
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then so she found, she found me up um lulu to thank me for being uh, lulu to being for being her younger self yeah and um I, the phone went. she said is that is that frank and i said uh, yes She said oh it's it's lulu and I said, "All right, Lulu, like, how lovely of you to call." She said, "Frank, thank you so much. For, I just wanted to say it, So kind of you to to, to perform as me. At my, I mean, it was so. And then I heard in the background, and she and she and she went." And she went I'm on the phone! The most sort of aggressive Glasgow <laughs> knock your head off your shoulders. Sorry, Frank, I was just saying, it was, oh, it was <laughs> lovely. I felt for a second I had a glimpse of the real Lulu. And you know how many of us can say that? Mm-hmm. I think um, seven <laughs> was what the, uh, the research showed on it.
0: This is Frank Skinner Absolutely.
1: Or who are you, you're asking? Well, I'm Frank Skinner, and this um, is my team, who I call... Yeah, <laughs> our team names! ...Emily Dean our and uh, Alan Cochran. I so
2: forgot our names. I didn't forget your it's,
1: names, okay. I just forgot it's some z- words. Zoo
3: Radio, here's my posse, guys. Some basic words <laughs> is what I forgot.
1: It's been well. a very stressful day.
3: I've got wacky
2: Alan. What? Why is it stressful? <laughs> it's stressful
1: because there's an elephant in the room, which means <laughs> that
3: us three have no. We
1: can. We've had to squeeze in. Yeah. the
3: I think we're all looking well. I don't think that's fair. No. Okay.
2: Um, let's get off the subject yeah, okay. that we're not on. Thank God. Okay. Um, is Frank turning into Mark commode? Not my words, but the words of five three four, oh. who also goes on to say with his love of on Her Majesty's Secret Service and talk of Brechtian alienation devices, both of which are oft spoken of by Commode, is a quiff in order. Over well, to you, Frank.
1: I, I mean I'm 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 not a bit a particular fan of that movie. I just love that tune. I don't know I I don't know which part Mark Commode mm. likes. Mm. Um Uh, Yeah, did I mention Brechtian alienation devices? I think that was a week
3: or two ago. Okay,
1: well, good good on him for paying attention, though. I I must admit, it is is something that haunts my... um, You know, if you wake up in the middle of the night, one of my things is, am I turning into Mark and Yeah, yeah. Like, am
2: I turning into Delolio is one of mine. Is
3: it? Mm.
1: Or is it, Have I left a mark on the commode? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those two. Very good
2: furniture it. pun, oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was would be, just a be a mark yeah. commode
1: pun coming now. If there was one called uh, yeah. There must be. it must be a program you could have uh, yeah. Mark <laughs> Commode. Is a horrible program. <laughs> if you think about it's it.
2: a horrible. Horrible program, Alan. <laughs> yeah. I, I want what? no part of it.
1: <laughs> a commode Mark. It could be if it was like Don. If you could, if it was done like a paint. The opening titles was like closing in on a phone book and it said commode mark and then it could go from there mm. could be some antiques experts saying "Well, the trouble is with this commode that mark probably takes <laughs> about 10 grand off it
2: oh i can't um, wait to watch that <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> there was a very good there's a text i liked about uh, another name for a spit as well someone said oh yeah it. oh it was uh, i liked it I mean, why it was, do
2: you find that i'm going to uh mike called is... a
3: docker's omelette or
2: something oh, yeah.
1: a docker's omelette
3: yeah. <laughs> It slightly turns
1: oh, my stomach, but it is a good description. It is a fine description. What, where, where, what, Frank, where, can who? I
2: just... Mike um, has said to us on Twitter, replace the word Skyfall with Trifle, and the Bond theme makes sense.
3: Trifle... Oh, is it Does an it? Adele... Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's about... about uh, oh, is it about that?
2: I uh,
1: don't know, because aren't the, the lyrics, lyrics... The lyrics or... are... Does that jelly stuff on uh-huh. the bottom with like sponge in it? <laughs> <It's an> Elvis <laughs> Costello and then song. Then there's custard. <laughs> then there's that
2: white stuff. That's a bit. That's a bit like he always, he always sings like Elvis Costello when he wants stars in their eyes. But it's
1: even sweeter than custard. See and what then I mean? Bits. I
2: can't
3: hear it. I'm a trifle. It death. didn't win stars oh. in their eyes. Oh. Thank you. Well, thank you. Frank,
2: can we? Where did you come in? Stars in their eyes. You did um, you you did well though.
3: I was
1: I was beaten by um by George. I was beaten okay. by, by George. <laughs> I was working as an escort at the time.
3: <laughs> you think, think it'd have made the papers, wouldn't yeah, exactly. No.
1: <laughs> so somebody clamped his escort. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I was yeah, I was beaten by Boy George and, and someone
3: from. Um, oh, who
1: was playing Box. Boy George then? You remember Boggs, that program? Oh, B- oh Yes, yeah. I yeah. was beaten by someone from that. Not oh. quite a
3: children. It was a children's program that wasn't quite, wasn't it? Bugs? Oh. Or was it an adult anyway, program? Anyway, you got the last laugh, laugh. Anyway, yeah, you did. Um, well,
1: we. Don't, I don't know. He, I, I might find out that he went on <laughs> to become Daniel Craig. <laughs>
3: Well, it's funny you should mention Daniel Craig. Well, he, not uh, that funny. He's um, <laughs> he's not only James Bond, so he's on topic. But uh, apparently he's admitted this week that when he filmed that segment with uh, Her Majesty the Queen for the Olympic opening ceremony. Oh, he was on oh.
2: Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, everyone, I think you're
3: fine. Everyone was, everyone,
2: <laughs> everyone
3: was very excited left. by it, weren't they? <laughs> Apparently, he's admitted that he was in a bit of a grump because it was actually his day off. And then he said, "The next thing, I was, off. I was in the palace <laughs> filming. <laughs> he didn't. He was day off. He wasn't what, happy what, what, about it. Where does he work?
2: <laughs> Is
3: he not a film star anymore? He
2: works as James Bond. Yeah. He said we had a short space of time, and I was a bit grumpy. Oh, he's turned into David Baddiel. <laughs> I was a bit grumpy as it was my day off.'" He didn't oh, okay. like it.
3: Suddenly, I'm at the palace and with the queen, which I suppose, if you're in a bit of a huff, the queen is probably the worst person to be around because she, you know, she's got a life that should make her relentlessly cheery, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, she doesn't look relentlessly cheery. Though. No, but I, she
3: be ought to be. I think she's as menaced by death as any old person. <laughs> Maybe she said to him, "One is also in a huff sometimes."
2: I find a grumpy sort of demeanour doesn't sit well with a blonde. I think really? it's the. Yes, I think. I'm afraid you need to yeah, be a bit yeah, light yeah. and sunny. It's for our dark, mysterious types. Yeah. We can be as moody as we like. And he, he is very grumpy, Frank, as I'm sure your cleaner has told you. Well, no, cleaner. I, I
1: don't see my cleaner anymore. If, he's never been happy since he stole my cleaner. I think I think he's <laughs> eating away <white> at him. <laughs> is he really grumpy? Have I, you not no, I, 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 do you know him? Have you met him?
2: Um, briefly, yeah.
1: Hold oh, well
2: on,
1: <laughs> we'll have music and come back to this.
0: Frank Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute Radio.
1: Craigie was talking about. Oh, we was
2: talking Craigie. about Craigie. Yeah, Daniel. So yeah, he struck me. I've sat near him at a dinner. I tried to, yeah, very near him. Is actually. he very handsome? Oh, the eyes on the man. Is the really eyes handsome? on the man. Good eyes, yeah. But there is something... He's got a sad face. There's something mm. sad about him. Air of sadness. Yeah, definitely air of <laughs> sadness, Frank. Him and
1: Bobby Charlton always have that. Mm. Bobby Charlton always looks like...
2: He looks right, like... Bobby, come here, let's give you a
1: hug. Mm.
2: He's being forced to wear those trunks and parade around, well, and I don't think he enjoys it. Speaking of right. the trunks
1: thing, I read a quote from Barbara Broccoli... Oh, yeah. This week, she was talking about the opening ceremony thing. She said, "I think Daniel, because obviously there's Bond stuff everywhere at the moment." Mm. She says, mm-hmm. "I think Daniel should have been in the Olympics." She said, "His body is, uh, you know, and, and the way he works is amazing." She said, "And this is an actual quote from Barbara Broccoli, you should see him in a swimsuit.'"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought,
3: do, "Do you not watch the films?" But what like, do you mean? You should see him. It's like a... Woody Allen. She makes them all, and then will refuse to look. at
2: them. Yeah. <laughs> But she can't have
3: not heard of that, even if she hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's kind of a prerequisite, isn't it, if you're going to play Bond? Barbara, I think so, yeah. You have to get I your think... tighty-whities on. That's Maybe what's she's... putting the
3: brakes on it for me. I wouldn't know she's, yeah, she's she's just a vegetable.
2: Fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Could <Cubby> Broccoli. Barbara <laughs> Broccoli. Oh.
2: <laughs> I did understand it. Oh, oh did that's you? All right,
3: yeah. I, uh, I admire him, in a way, because I think it's all right to have, um, like... A nice life And be in films And still be in a huff Every now and again like,
1: Yeah see I'm not um, I'm not totally sh- Isn't that just his look Has he got one of those faces Like some well, people he admitted it
3: got. He admitted it And I felt um, I felt like a kindred spirit of his Because uh, I was away this week In a nice hotel mm. Clicked on the old um, You know some hotels Have got a button Where you can press For do not disturb Rather than the old Hang oh, it on the door yeah. Press do not disturb Went down to do the gig Came back up. Someone had been in,
2: tidied oh.
3: my room, and put a chocolate on each pillow.
2: And wasn't that just the butler?
3: I was incandescent with rage. <laughs> incandescent. I was I was annoyed yeah. by that because I thought, well, hang on, this is my space now. I've I've chucked my smalls around and I've got stuff scattered about. <laughs> I don't want people. <laughs> okay, on, I'll be fine. It was the baggy ones. I wasn't doing sport. It was the boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> But really, (laughs) when I. (laughs) Docker's (laughs) omelettes. When I stepped back to think about it, I thought, hang on, I'm angry because. Somebody has come in and tidied my room and put a chocolate on the pillow. Yes. Yeah. This shouldn't be put me in a very, bad mood. That's very diamond
2: in... shoes are too tight.
3: Exactly. It's, it's yeah, first a, world problems,
1: hashtag.
2: It's
3: a classic first world. <laughs>
2: Frank, this news just in, I'm calling it breaking news from All right. Tanya Snuggs, our very own Snugsy. Yes. Yeah. Read really? Daniel Craig. I've interviewed him twice and he was lovely. Oh. Exclamation mark. <laughs> Uppercase lovely. Caps. Okay. All
3: right.
1: Hey. Lovely. Okay.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: but he's tiny, just reducing him to some sort of sex object, <laughs> piece of meat. Well, I, uh, I, um, I, don't think, I, I don't think my cleaner would hang around if he was a beast. No, and also there'd be
2: no precedent for that.
1: And also, no, and also, um, I did warm to him a bit having seen Cowboys and Aliens, which I thought was a rather fine film. Oh, is it good? Yeah. So, well, you know.
2: Uh, Have we got time we to all get grumpy. to email corner briefly? or
1: I found some hair in a cup this week. That made me very grumpy indeed.
2: Oh, oh one of cats.
1: Yeah, cats. Not one. <laughs> fistful of...
4: <laughs>
2: oh, I loved that Clint Eastwood film.
1: <laughs> oh, what, a fistful of hair? Yeah. Fistful of hair in a cup. <laughs> a, a fistful of hair. It was the German. <laughs> yeah, they, they called them sausage westerns. <laughs> there were a lot of them in. I had a weird German-based dream the other night. Oh, oh anyway. Oh,
2: I want to hear about
1: I'm, I'm that. Not, I must move on. Okay. This
0: is Frank Skinner, Absolute
2: Radio. Frank, um did you read about these two? I'm going to call them um, no savories. They're that type. Um, <laughs> no savories. No savories, as in. They eat everything in sight. They went to. They were actually banned from an all-you-can-eat buffet oh, yes, at a that, restaurant. Oh,
1: yes, I, yes, George
2: I, Dalman and Andy Miles, extraordinary-looking characters. Well, Have you, I worry they look like what you, me and Alan would look like if we ate too much. Would you,
3: do yeah. you think? <laughs> yes. No, I think they look like um, you know the sort of uh, the two kind of thuggish schoolboys that hang around with draco malfoy on the harry potter film oh, yes. they look like them but grown up <laughs> oh. and that they've been banned from a buffet I, I
1: have to say i'm totally with these guys are you, are you? well, well should says... we
2: explain the story so basically the manager said they said every week i think they use the word basically which i always like in an official statement <laughs> <laughs> yeah. basically they just come in and pig out um,
3: They did call them pigs. The restaurant is in
2: Brighton. It's called the Gobi restaurant in Brighton. Mm. So they were just ordering the minimum. They were having a glass of tap water and going up. No, but they were
1: were going to the eat all you... Can.
3: All you can
2: eat, mm.
1: yeah. The all you can eat buffet, and they ate all they could eat. What have they done wrong?
3: Yeah, it wasn't called all you can eat, brackets within reason, close no. brackets.
1: No, reason is, uh, to me, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not all you, it's not all you want to eat, it's all you can eat. <laughs> it's it's, it's saying if you leave here and you haven't got a PB, personal yeah. yeah. best,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's been a bad day for you. Yeah. So I think it's encouraging, those a sort of Guinness Book of Records approach to, to dining. Yeah. I I think they're champions of freedom. (laughs) They are. They are the Rosa Parks for the 21st century. Yeah, (laughs) they are
3: for the diabetes community.
1: In fact,
2: not for the fashion community. They're representing (laughs) us. They're not going to attract the OMG brigade with (laughs) declarations like that.
3: Well, they wouldn't wave the flag because it'd burn too many calories.
1: I honestly think they've been very hard done to.
2: Do you, Frank? I do, yeah. But all owners, you can eat. The owner said they're in such a hurry to beat everyone to the food, they spoil everything. Yeah, I don't know how that... What does that mean? That
3: Like, they're just... Their atmosphere.
2: Yeah, I think they do. I think
3: they set up an air of
1: enthusiasm <laughs> at, the, at the all you can eat, which is probably infectious. Yeah.
2: Well, they're certainly jolly. They look jolly. They in the do picture. look
1: jolly, which is what you want <laughs> in the same way that you want jo- blondes, <laughs> to be, blondes to be cheery. <laughs> And be people, people to be, to be jolly yeah. I think they should go to the European Court of Human Rights and fight if they, obviously they'll right. have to establish that they're human but they <laughs> so, but I think they should I honestly think these guys are, are, are freedom fighters for the for East Britain <laughs> Freedom fighters. they are, they've been wrong they haven't done anything wrong they've followed the letter of the law it's just terrible I feel now with my little, little plump up belly I can identify with these guys yeah. Do you think this
3: could go all the way to, like, court?
1: I, I think that, honestly, I, I'm serious. i serious. think quite a few intelligent uh, in right.
3: members of Parliament. They could get behind this as well.
2: Yeah, but he shouldn't they? have called them pigs. He said yeah. you're a couple of pigs.
1: No, that's not... Uh, <laughs> I, don't I think he's got mixed up with uh, human beings and pigs. <laughs> That's
2: what's happening.
1: I think he's actually. I liked
2: at, when I saw this story. It's a
1: species-based error.
2: <laughs> I like the Daily Mail comments at the end of this story. I always love them. Someone had written, "Management reserve the right to refuse admission." <laughs> Was their comment on yeah. that story?
1: But I, um, I, I've noticed. I've been, uh, I, I've been doing uh, Room One Hundred and One of, of late. Mm. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I do have other work. Yeah, I yeah. hate to own up to that. <laughs> But um, I've noticed there's been a lot of toupee tape going on my necktie.
2: Toupé oh, you're tape. joking. Toupee
1: tape, yeah. And what it is, is that my my tie... Is start, it chest level? It started to sit on the natural oh. ledge formed yeah. by my pot belly, like, like, like a gull on a cliffside.
2: Yeah.
1: And it just nestles there. Or sometimes it'll, it'll give up on the belly altogether and veer off either to the left or the right so they stick it on so they stick it so it goes straight down Yeah, and I noticed oh I thought it's... you
2: meant it was coming off people's toupees
1: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to know what you've been up to yeah so they stick
1: it so that it doesn't slide off my oh. belly
2: oh yes because we call that something else in the fashion industry what which do you call that well I can't say but it begins with on air, on air. No, d- don't but, yeah, say. no I won't say of course I won't yes. I'm so, professional
1: so uh, um of very course. good. I know very, that. Very, very. There's good. a lot I won't say, so I can identify with these two characters. Is what I'm. Uh, yes. What I'm getting. Right.
2: Characters. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when you go, Shaw Taylor, Frank. <laughs> these characters.
1: The, these two clowns. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, if, they, if it goes to court, I'm happy to step up to the to the plate as a character witness.
2: Step up to the plate. <laughs> yeah. step
1: up to the plate. Very good. Obviously, I'll be able to get anywhere near it. <laughs>
0: Skinner Absolute Radio um, Can we yeah. return
2: briefly to email corner? Can I um I've got This is common
1: I, I, I got a, a car in this morning And whenever I'm in a car With a, 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 a drive being in a, With a driver, like a cab mm. or whatever mini cab, mm. I always need to establish At what stage they're at in their shift Is that oh. just me? <laughs> Yeah, I no, always, I do that as well. I always say, so, long have you been? are you near the end? Is this, this your first job or is it your last?
2: But you see, I do that, Frank, and it sounds like I'm shattering them up if it's end of the night. I go, am I your last job then? Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: but why do I... It's not my business, whether it is. I, I don't know what it is. I need to I know where I am them. on the
3: scale of activity. I sometimes ask them if they seem to be driving in a particularly sleepy way. Like, every now and again, if I'm in the back, oh, no. I'll just catch their eye in the rearview mirror, and if they're closing their eyes for a bit too long, then I'll say been on for long <laughs> hello the thing to do I've found is to sit
1: very very gently and then go you
3: awake
1: went into sort of harmony at the end nice yeah. never a bad thing well if it's well, harmonic that.
3: yeah
2: meaning um, No. come oh. on I'll, I'll read an I'll, uh,
4: email.
3: One uh, of you. I'll read you an email. Oh, God, um, honestly. Hi, Frank Allen and the Divine Miss Emily. I'm um. I'm defined as a bookworm. Doesn't say who by. And I have a specific set of rules, and I would like to know if any of you three do anything similar. Mm. One, I can only ever read one book at a time to avoid confusion. Definitely not. Definitely not. And we've talked about that before. I, I, a,
1: I like a fiction and a non fiction.
3: You like a non fiction in the toilet, is that correct?
1: Well, yeah. d- uh, there's a lot. <laughs> Let's face it, it's a place for truth. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll throw in, uh, it, bank holidays, I'll throw in a pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Not in the toilet. I mean, as a, as a, as a book.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Two, I have to read a full chapter. Now he goes to caps lock. Oh. Never, ever stop reading halfway through. Uh, I already disagree with that. What
1: about no, when I'm, you're sleeping? I
2: agree with that. Oh, no, always I always make it to the end, the end of the chapter. Middle of the page
3: all the
1: time. No, but what mm. I do is I just make it to the end of the chapter, but I keep going. I read till I bleed. I, I can't. I really want to get every mm. last bit out. No. So I find myself.
2: Do you, you know, do a little triangle, remember. Frank, at the top of the page to mark your place? I what, do that. What drawing. No, the tra- I don't draw on my books. I'm not five. I, I uh, fold over the little triangles. Oh, and mark the ben- my place. The
1: bending the pages is better than drawing on them. Yes! No, I don't do that. I don't oh. violate books.
2: Oh, what God. do you think this it's is? Not, what-
1: National Socialist <laughs> Germany.
2: It's State. not violation. Don't let
1: that cake fool you. We're still living in uh, the United Kingdom.
2: Go on then. What's the next point? Three.
3: I have to understand what I'm reading, or I will read it again from where I started to misunderstand.
2: That's oh, a yeah.
1: very good. It's a good yeah, rule. Oh, I'll do a whole mm. book and not understand a damn word of it. Yeah.
3: Mm. Four. Finally, I have to use my special bookmark all the way through. So that's answered your filthy question. Filthy creep.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we've all heard about the special bookmark.
3: Oh, well, you say filthy creep? That's from Dylan Gambrel, sixteen, from oh, South East oh, London. Dylan. 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 <laughs> Dylan. Filthy creep. Oh, lovely.
1: Well, just, I don't know, I'd like to know. Get Dylan to get in touch and tell us the nature of his special bookmark.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We
1: are still, I think, in email corner, but let me oh, yeah. let me just uh, stop the action mm-hmm. for a second. I the did, breaks on this. I did. I know the most boring thing in the world is people telling their dreams, so I'll be brief, but I did promise before that I was going to tell you a strange dream, so I, f- I feel I don't want to let anyone down. It's going to be
2: his problems next.
1: It's going to be really, <laughs> uh, just do it really quickly. It's very straightforward. I dreamt I was in Berlin, mm-hmm. and I was there to pick up um, Helmut Kohl, the former, <laughs> the formula? The former chancellor. Yes. Formula is like formal, former and chancellor, like Jedwood. It's a compound What's It's like uh, yeah, so I, I was there to pick up Helmut Cole, mm-hmm. and I had to deliver him back to um, the television studios in London to be interviewed by Richard and Judy. <laughs> and I did him, I picked up um, Helmut. How
2: retro? He
1: was very, um, I can't remember any conversation in, on the journey. You weren't
3: a chatty man.
1: No. And I, uh, I delivered him at um, the, the thing, and then I went home, I put the news <laughs> on, and he'd shot. Judy Finnegan dead <laughs> on air and then um, that was it that's the dream I don't I don't feel any to discuss it I'm just telling you that's what happened and I woke up thinking what 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 does that represent about my inner life
2: oh that's guilt yeah. isn't it Assumption. is it guilt oh yeah Are you Responsible for Judy Finnegan publicly are being you assassinated. Saying that, are you saying, Frank, no, an no, accessory?
1: I know what happened. in the dream. Obviously, <laughs> I felt a certain amount of guilt so I delivered yeah. the assassin. But where, where does it where does it tie in with my real life? Yeah. If we if we believe that dreams are representations of our subconscious, here on Absolute Radio, <laughs> <laughs> you
2: just had too much cheese, Frank. <laughs> if we do. Um, If we believe, if, as we're in email corner and not dream corner. Sorry, oh, I
3: quite like dream corner. I've got one. I did anyway, pr- well
2: dream
1: said- <laughs> corner do, 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 do. Judy, look out <laughs> <laughs> that is fine <laughs> um, there you go so go on email oh, corner
2: the bottle's gonna burn. um Tony says hi I was in Norwich recently for a funeral staying with my cousin I noticed that Alan was playing a gig the next night at the art centre close by. He's everywhere. I know. So I dragged my cousin along with a money-back guarantee if he didn't like it. The gig was really funny and really cheered us up. Brilliant. Well done. So nice work. We also enjoyed the fact that you got through at least five microphones during the 90-minute performance, possibly a comedy record. I think it
1: says on on your poster, doesn't it, your tour poster, a tonic Mm -hmm. for the bereaved. I, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that your?
3: Uh, <laughs> isn't that your uh, slogan? Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: Five microphones. Yeah,
3: have you not seen my new act. I do loads of um, like really high, like high tempo physical stuff where I'm smashing the mic off my head. And wow, no, it was just that it was they were faulty. <laughs> Five. <laughs> well, four. We went through three, and the, on the fourth time, he got it right. But it was quite entertaining because the sound man was at the back of the room. And he had to basically run right down past mm. the audience, round the back of the stage, up onto the stage, try and fix it, run back the whole way. That's, that's terrible. I was delighted. It took about five minutes off the show. Funny he was here now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 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 anyway,
1: uh, it's been lovely as effort to talk to you all. And thank you for listening. Those of you who did. Those of you who just had it on but didn't really, really tune into it. Mm. I don't mind that. Either, as long as that button thing you press that says you're listening to it. You know that thing that they do the rage arse with? Yeah. It yeah, yeah. doesn't exist. No, it does yeah. not. And uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again uh, this time next week. And uh, we didn't mention him once. Congratulations, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is Frank Skinner, absolute great.